This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Decision Fatigue. Today's episode, I'm going to share with you why I know with complete certainty that you're running out of time on the decisions that you have. So I want you to stop and think right now. Think of all the decisions you have made already today. Statistically, I know the majority of the downloads on this show happen sometime on your commute to work. That's when this gets downloaded and consumed. So I'm going to assume as you're listening to this, that's already happened. So let's rattle through the decisions that I know you would have had to have made. You would have had to make the decision to shut off your alarm clock, to get out of bed, to make your bed or to not make your bed, to brush your teeth or to not, to shower or to not, to use a restroom or to not, what socks you're going to wear, what underwear you're going to wear, what pants, what shirt, how you're going to style your hair, how you're going to brush your teeth, what are you going to eat in the morning, how much water are you going to drink, are you going to have coffee, what additive are you going to put in your coffee, do you have a lunch packed, where are you going to eat lunch today, did you kiss your kids goodbye, did you kiss your wife goodbye, did you kiss your husband goodbye, do you know what they're doing today, do you know what you have to do after work, don't even get me started on what happens once you leave your house and get into all the things you have to do to make it to work. Now, these are subconscious decisions, right? One to turn, one to break, one to look in your mirror. But these are all decisions. These are all occupying mental space. So when you think about all these questions that you've had to answer prior to this moment in your day, I must now ask you yet another question. Think about the days that wind down where you're just shot. Where you end up saying something along the lines of, I just don't have any more gas in the tank. I'm mentally exhausted. So I must be honest with you. Right now, that is one of those days for me. I'm recording this at 7.08 on a Friday night. That means I've had 35 plus hours of coaching clients and I've done all the fun things I get to do, plus shoot training videos, record podcasts, try to be a part of a family, go to the gym, all the things, right? All the decisions. And so prior to this episode, I had a conversation with my developer about some software that we're building into the onboarding system for my clients. And he's asking me questions, and I literally, feeling very astute, feeling very sharp and intelligent, I'm unable to formulate a decision. Think about that. This is my business. This is how I earn a living. This is how I create value for the marketplace. This is how I feel good about myself every day, and my developer is still working. He still cares. Just I must say is Kurt is still working. He's still in the office recording this. But physically when he asked me to make a decision, I'm just like, I can't do it. I got to stop. I'm out of decisions today. And I get it. Right now you're thinking like, what do you mean you're out of decisions? Well, what do you think happens to you when you've used all your brain processing ability for the day? This is typically when most people drive home like, I can't wait to have a drink. I can't wait to sedate a little bit. I can't wait to put my feet up on the ottoman, maybe eat some potato chips, watch some TV, and just shut off from the world. That's your body saying enough. We have no more decisions left. And what's crazy to think is that all ends up being at some level based off the expenditure of energy that you have inside of you. Right? We have tens of millions, if not billions, of little mitochondria inside of every cell, which create all the energy that we need to live throughout the day. We have healthy mitochondria. We have half-dead mitochondria. We have three-quarter dead mitochondria. Thing is, they, when they burn for energy, they re- replicate and they re-energize very quickly. But at the level in which they re-energize, you get to choose. 
You get to choose based off of how fresh and how new they are when they've last regenerated. But there's ways, there's tips, there's tricks to help them regenerate more quickly. I've shared some of those on a biohacking episode. Between cold showers and healthy fats and removing many carbohydrates, getting adequate sleep, wearing these silly glasses to block blue light, there's numbers of things that can be done to increase your mitochondrial function. Oddly enough, that's not what this episode's about. What happens when you've done all those things and you still get to the end of the day and you're burnt? There is no more energy left. All you want to do is stop. Why does that happen? Which should be of no surprise to you with the title of this episode. It's because of decision fatigue. You've made too many decisions. So how do we stop? What do we do? What's well, crazy when you think of or when I have thought of all the pointless decisions that I make. As you have watched this episode, potentially inside of my Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or wherever you consume this. Regretfully, if you're listening to this via audio, you've never seen what I look like other than the show notes in the picture. I'm fine with that. But if you watch my Insta story, you watch my Facebook, you'll see that I cycle through give or take the same eight shirts. They're plain. They're solid colors. There's no pattern to them. I have three pairs of jeans that I wear. They're all by the same company. They all fit the same way. They're all some hue of the same color. I try to now get down in my underwear so they're all the same color. All I have to do is count the number that I have based off when I have to do laundry. All my socks are the same. I've now even convinced my wife to allow me to leave things on the kitchen counter so I don't have to search for them in the morning as I'm creating the concoctions and drinks that I do to benefit who I am. I do all these because I, I realize the less decisions I have to make in the morning, the more I can be on almost autopilot, the less I have to burn up mental energy, the more decisions and more efficacy I get to operate with later on in the day. So think about it. The, the whole way that I live my life, the whole way I'm encouraging you to consider living your life is to do a, a series of things to put you in personal power and opera, optimize your production every day. I do those and they've become so repetitive. I don't have to check them off a box. I just know them like I know that I'm going to brush my teeth. Right? My toothbrush always goes in the same spot. The toothpaste is in the same spot. My mouthwash is in the same spot. My soap's in the shower in the same spot. Right? The more things that I can systematize and automate, the less I have to make decisions. When you have to make less decisions, what ends up happening is you're able to think more clearly later on in the day. Now, I'm not saying live your life on autopilot. Make no mistake. I want you to be present. I want you to feel emotions. I want you to know all that's going on around you. But do you think it's easier or harder to do that if you've wasted mental energy on pointless decisions earlier? When I bring up a company like Clean Eats, C-L-E-A-N, EATZ.com, and I use them for meal prep. I get the same series of four meals. I try to bring them in if I remember. This is not a perfect game, but I try to bring them into the office, put them in the refrigerator, and eat a few a day. I'm not worried about what meal I'm going to have. I know there's something to pull from. I know if I order at the same time every week, there's some in the refrigerator for me. It's one less decision that I have to make once I figure out what works for me. What's happening now inside the coaching business, inside my life as a whole, I'm starting to make less decisions 
uh, let me rephrase that, I'm starting to make more decisions so that I'll have to make less. What does that mean? Well, right now our system is very labor intensive. If you come on board as a client, we have to upload and we being unfortunately, or fortunately not me, right? It's Kurt, it's somebody on the team, maybe it's not my wife, who knows who it is, it's just not me that's doing it very rarely. And the system we had, we had to manually upload those consistently every day. Well, it doesn't sound like much, right? But grand total, by the time all the water finds its level, it's about 140, maybe 150 videos. Well, what's the big deal, right? 140, 150 videos. Well, then you look at 30 people. So what's 150 times 30, right? 4,500 videos, all of which take things to be written and typed and information to be disseminated. All of things that have to go in order. So we have to make decisions real time every day on when that's going to happen until we make a larger decision to invest resources and allocation of time into building a system and a process that allows us to automatically deliver those videos. Seems like a no-brainer, right? Well, of course. But from the position in which we started, that wasn't what we had in our wheelhouse. We didn't know that's what it was going to become. Same thing as becomes something like my schedule. Right here we sit at the end of a, a 35 coaching hour week or so, a little bit less this week. And I'm like, I don't ever want to do this again. I need to protect my time more. I know the sweet spot for me is about 15 hours of coaching clients so I can create 25 hours a week. Because I like to read. I like to podcast. I like to interview people. I like to go to seminars. I like to be out in nature. I like to do a whole bunch of other stuff that's not sitting in these four walls from my first appointment at 1030 to my last appointment at 7. So I have to make the decision to think much further in the future to start clearing out time on my schedule that's just for me. So I make more decisions right now to free up my decision-making capacity in the future. I share all this because as you potentially do research on guys like Bill Gates, like Jeff Bezos, I understand he's going through divorce maybe, so maybe that's not the best decision. Mark Zuckerberg, like you look at these people and a combination of eliminating pointless decisions in their life plus systematic time periods of what's referred to as deep work. Deep work is that time, whether it's a week or two weeks or three weeks, periodically throughout the year, in which you just leave and unplug. You see, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work inside of a company, you might call that vacation. I get it. It's not to knock on you. You are vacationing from your job. To me, when you own something or you're passionate about it, you never really get to shut off from it. Instead, disconnecting from the operational capacity of the business and leaving your phone aside and being able to just go out and create, allow messages to come, allow systems to unfold, especially because it's been running so, so consistently in the background of your mind, it becomes very easy to see the pivot points when you're not involved in the day-to-day operations. So that's deep work. When the smartest, most intelligent, most powerful people in the world are all living this way, you ever wonder why we're consumed with the pointless daily decisions? All right, there's that, that meme that floats around the internet that has, I think, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and maybe Mark Zuckerberg all in the same picture. Right? And they're all wearing jeans or some sort of very plain outfit. None of them have a watcher, you know, something fancy on their wrist. 
it's very it's very plain and it's like the picture's worth a couple hundred billion dollars and yet there's not a Rolex or, or Gucci belt in sight. I understand that that can be taken a multitude of different ways. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure they're all flying on their private jets and living in very nice houses, eating great meals. But they've eliminated the pointless stuff that doesn't really matter. Especially the stuff for external validation. I think of what you wear to work. We all like to feel good and dress up. But you see the same people every day. You're so We're so concerned with what we wear and what we do that we miss out on the fact that it's just a decision. And really it's not one like when I used to wear a suit every day. Maybe you're wearing a suit every day. It's what color shirt, what type of tie, are you wearing a vest, are you wearing a three-piece suit, are you wearing a sport coat, are you wearing slacks, are you wearing a complete suit, are you not bringing your jacket with you, are you wearing brown shoes, cordovan shoes, black shoes, is your belt matching your shoes or is it going to be a different type of belt, right? Like there's a multitude of decisions just as a man figuring out what to wear before you leave the house, not including wristwatch, cufflinks, how to style your hair. And I get it. Like, I needed to present a good good image going forward. And I'm not implying that you shouldn't present that same good image. What I'm implying is the fact of work on the efficiency in your life. All right, as we wrap up the episode, we start talking about how this can apply to your own, own living, your own environment. Like, think about the gym. Think about how consumed you can be and what sort of workout to do and which one's the most efficient and the new fad and you're reading and you're doing all these things. It becomes very simple. I'm going to give you the secret to how all this stuff works. Go to the gym, increase your heart rate. Lift heavy things up with the best form you can and then slowly put them down. When you're tired of doing that, typically after 45 minutes, maybe an hour, spend 15 minutes doing some sort of cardiovascular activity. Longer if you desire. You do it after you work out, not before, because warming up with cardio is a little bit pointless and doing it afterwards, your growth hormone levels are at the highest number, level of production post a workout, post lifting heavy weights. So you have to lift weights that tax your muscles, not just going through the motions. What happens when your growth hormone is increased is essentially your body's burning fat for energy. It's more efficient. Growth hormone helps break that down. Now I'm sure as you're listening, there's some of you that are more scientific and you can say things I just said are wrong. I'm sure they are. At a very base level, what I said is actually correct. So instead of overcomplicating it, we're trying to read 12 different issues of men's health and trying to figure out the perfect workout for the perfect abs and the best six-pack and the biggest arms. Most of us just need to start and remain consistent. Maybe that's you. Maybe where you're overcomplicating the decisions are in your relationship. How many times have you asked your partner, where do you want to eat tonight? And you go back and forth for 15 minutes on the various places you can eat. Endless amounts of circular decisions that don't actually get made. They just get spoken about. Well, why keep going down that path? At this point, if you've been with your partner for more than six months, you should certainly know the type of cuisine that they don't enjoy. I'm going to speak directly to you men right now. Men, women like someone that shows up and takes charge. You should, if you're dating a woman, have some idea of what she likes to eat. Simply look at her and say, we're going out to dinner. Make sure there's nowhere she doesn't want to eat and say, okay, I have a place made up. I know where we're going. Get in the car and drive there. Love plus fun equals connection. It will be fun for her that you took charge. She knows that you love her, and so there's a connection that gets made at dinner. Don't overcomplicate it with dumb decisions. And work is the worst one. Think of all the decisions you try to make in work that don't have anything to do with what you're actually trying to achieve. Where you're going to eat lunch? 
where you're gonna park your car? How close can you get? How many times can you circle the parking lot? Like over and over and over again, we make these decisions that have no bearing. Get them out of your way as quickly as you can so you can make higher capacity decisions more efficiently. And when you're able to finally make these additional decisions with an efficiency that you've never seen before, you will truly see that every day after, you're able to get shit done.